0: Um... Hey everybody and hello humans, it is time for not a Robots DC Comic Review Show. This tangential trio of capricious comic book connoisseurs have returned once again to talk all about this week's latest in DC Comics. My name is Josh and as always my co-hosts Anthony, what up everybody, and Reed,
1: Cowbunga my dudes.
0: Are with me to divulge, dissect, and discuss nearly every issue that DC puts out. And if you have requests, just let us know. This episode we are reviewing Batman 104, Strange Adventures number seven, deceased dead planet number six, Hails from the Dark Multiverse, War of the Gods, Metal Men number 12, Batman Catwoman number one, and Justice League and Liz Winter number one. If you want to talk about, debate, answer, laugh at, correct, or otherwise comment on anything we say or have said, there's a contact form on notarobotpodcast.com, and we do respond very quickly. We are also on Twitter at NotARobotShow. Anthony is at WaltGator93. And Reed finally got on Twitter. Peer pressure works, y'all. And he's at EGH underscore Reed. And of course, we do answer all show mail from notarobotpodcasts at gmail.com. Now is the time to say a big, huge thank you to the people that help support the podcast. They subscribe to our Patreon, some for as low as a dollar a month, so that we can make sure to keep bringing you more and better content. This is the Not-A-Robot Anti-Beat-Bot-Must-Be-Human shout-out and roll call, and that shout-out goes to our humans, Weird Science Jim. Blue Mondays, who's brand new this week, Hollister, and Torpedo Face. A big salute to all of you and an even bigger thank you. So what are you waiting for? Sign up and show us you just might be a human after all and get a shout out on the Not A Robot anti beatbot Must Be A Human Roll Call. And it is now time for the Twitter polls. The first Twitter poll was a quick one, guys. Uh... I asked, "Should DC Comics give us a Harley Quinn live shot team up book?" I uh, I thought this would be a fun read, especially if Harley is written the way that she has been lately. Apparently, that is not the popular opinion. Uh, so sure, I so I gave three options, and sure, I guess got twenty five percent of the vote. Uh, the next option, which was this is the only option, got slightly more at 31%, and the clear winner, though, was no. Just no. With a whopping 44% of the vote. I was a little disappointed by that. Um... (laughs) I, I, I was kind of surprised. I thought I thought that that would make a fun read. Uh, the way that Harley's been written lately has been pretty darn good, and the live shot character is completely blank slate. They mm-hmm. need to do something with it. It, it would be fun. Um, there's a lot of comics out there that are being written right now that don't need to be. <laughs> I'm looking at the Bendisverse. Um, <laughs> we could be spending our time reviewing comics that I want to read. Uh what did you guys think about the Harley Quinn live shot possibility with Deadshot's dead, you know, you know now fatherless daughter? I mean, if, if we got to see a comic book with Harley Quinn kind of sort of mentoring her to be a young hero, would that be something you guys would be interested in? Yes. Epic, this is the
2: only option. Because you know what? I think it would be a great dynamic to bring. Um, DC doesn't do much for the younger readers per se. I think this, this would have been a great example um, because, you know, what? most times reading a book about the younger um, characters or what teaching younger characters is a lot more fun than what will get more of a serious death everywhere. Like sometimes you just want a fun book to read and those two together will be a great combo to have me that fun book.
0: Yeah, I, I agreed too. Uh, what do you think, Reed? You you think that would have been an interesting book or what do you pass on that one?
1: No, I'm into that. I um I got a real love it or hate hate it relationship with Harley. Uh when she's written well, mm-hmm. she's one of my favorite characters. And I, I think uh like we were saying in the last episode, um well, I guess it was last episode, that team up I think would be a good match. It's a good it's a very cool balance. Um, you know, it's kind of like uh the, uh, the same kind of dynamic a grounding influence like you'd have the batman uh or in an alfred or say in tim burton's 1989 film uh the joker and bob the goon they have a great uh, back and <laughs> forth that plays one of those characters off and if you'd like to hear more about that check out the you should join the patreon here we'll talk all about it yeah. um but i think it's the only option it's great i love harley and i want to <laughs> see more
0: all right. Well, that was the first Twitter poll, everybody. The second one is more like a tournament breakdown. Um, I got some flack. Like I I, I I, waited a little bit in between two rounds of four and um, people were shout, like throwing some taps there, man. Uh, yeah. I can't believe that this book isn't in there. Uh, but um, I took what I thought were probably the the eight, biggest contenders for story arc of the year for dc we were talking about this before well i brought it up um that i thought suicide squad would be story arc of the year with justice league dark like right behind it Mm. um just my personal opinion but we didn't exactly discuss that or put together a format for that in any way shape or form so i thought that rather than us doing that we would let our twitter followers handle that for us and the first round, um, again, I, gri- I grouped eight titles together and then I just split it into halves. And um, in the first round, we had Death Metal, The Joker War, Suicide Squad, and Just League Sleek Dart. And um, this one was a lot closer than the other one. Uh, Death Metal got 33%. Joker War got twenty-five, Suicide Squad got thirteen, and Justice League Dark got twenty-nine. So Justice League Dark just League. barely made, just barely didn't win, but uh, took second place. Um, by
1: the fishnets of Zatanna's gloves. <laughs>
0: so, um. I was surprised to see Suicide Squad uh, with such low numbers as compared to Death Metal because I guess uh, while Death Metal's been a fun one, it hasn't been as in-depth and involved in just a... It's been a crazy ride, but it hasn't been a page turner you know? I mean, it's not one I would stand outside the comic book shop for. Um, Not compared to Suicide Squad, anyway. I was a little surprised by that one. In the second round, we got Wonder Woman Dead Earth, morrison more, grant morrison's green lantern far sector and deceased the title the the books combined um out of those four deceased blew the pants off of everything oh, no i think doubt. i think Ooh, that maybe that. everybody else got one vote they were at eight percent it wasn't if they got more than one vote it was the exact same number but not enough to make a difference um. So Deceased took it uh, at with 75% of the votes. That's Dominated so, that one. Dominated it. So taking the top two from round one, we get Death Metal and Justice League Dark. Deceased run uh, round two by a landslide, but everything else in the poll scored higher than these other choices available in that one. So for that reason, I went ahead and pulled the Joker War from third place in round one to round out this poll. So we're going to be going ahead uh, after we post this up. We'll also be posting up another Twitter poll asking you guys to pick the best story arc out of the, the last four remaining. This is the uh, the final show down here. We got between Death Metal, Justice League, Dark, Deceased, and The Joker War. So guys, tell us what you think about that. We will have an episode for our story arc of the year probably later on um, this month in our Patreon. And we'll, we'll get into ours, but we'll release yours on the public show. And uh, with that, we're going to go ahead and move on to show mail. And we have three this week, y'all. Now, our first one uh, comes from our resident Superman expert, Glenn Clark. He is writing in in response to the shout out that we gave him during last week's Legion of Superheroes issue about Monel. We were curious about the canonical history of Mon L and about whether or not they were related. And Glenn Clark writes um, Mon L's first appearance was way back in 1961 in Superboy number 89. Superboy originally thought he was his brother and named him after the day he landed, Monday, and his family name, L, because he thought he was his brother. We later, we later on learned that he is a Daxamite, not a Kryptonian, and thereby obviously not related at all. So I hope this sheds some light on the character. So I think that we're right. They um, that condom. They retconned him. Yep, absolutely. So thanks, Glenn, for clearing that up. Sweet, we appreciate thanks. that. Very cool. Our next piece of show mail comes from one of our humans, Weird Science Jim. He wrote in, you mentioned a new direction with Jason Todd. The Red Hood was a continuation of a one shot from 2000 that Martin Bro drew with Christopher Priest writing. Well, thanks. Uh, thanks, Jim, for the homework. I'm going to have to go back and read that one now. So I guess, or, or, all right. Um, I knew that this was Martin Bro's first time writing Red Hood, and I really enjoyed the direction and the voice. I, I enjoyed everything about the book. Um, I did not realize that he was. Previously on Red Hood, though, um, and in 2000, so we're talking 20, 21 years ago. That's a long time to come back to it, but apparently this is a continuation of that. Do do, do is there any chance? I'm um, um, I realize that I'm the Red Hood fan of the group here, but is there any chance that you guys remember that? Not one bit. Because
2: I have be to um, go check
0: that out later. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. have to pull that up on. Yep, for sure. That one missed uh, me one shot from 2000 darn it i don't even get the one shots name i'm gonna have to go i'm gonna have to go and do homework thanks for the homework yeah, jim mystery. we appreciate you man it's
2: is by the same writer
0: though uh the mm-hmm. writer was christopher priest and uh, martin bro drew it you know martin bro has been an uh, an artist for a really long time um uh, I, I I enjoy his art. I, I I I feel like we've missed out with him not being a writer too. Um, Greg Rucka does stuff like that. I mean, he writes a little bit. I mean, there's a lot of uh, Jeff Lemire, and uh, it's too bad yeah, Martin man. Bro hasn't been given yeah, right. It's too bad Martin Bro hasn't been given that opportunity to. Um, am I'm, I'm just I'm glad to be able to see what he's got getting put out. Were you able to find anything on that, Anthony?
2: Yes, as soon as I can. I'm not Um, there's history where Marv Brown happens to be the first African American to draw an article in Detective Comics. Yep, he was also the.
0: Um, oh, I honest, didn't know um, that. That's pretty yeah. neat too. So he's got that on his pat. He's got that under his hat too. Yep, with Detective Comics set uh, 742 with Greg Rucka. Oh.
2: Um, he was also the <laughs> artist <America>. um, <laughs> Batman the Hell One Shot, where the neighborhood was first created. So, he's, was he saying that the One Shot was?
0: um what was the name of the one shot batman the hill batman the hill all yeah. right all right so oh yeah right all right because i remember from the last episode i didn't i said that i had i didn't remember that this uh, uh this neighborhood at all it from gotham's history so yeah all right okay looked, so he, he looked answered looked the question i just i i had to think i guess i had to figure out what question he was answering all I'm right a guys slow well, that's... that's my fault
1: so that's our uh, that's the next book for the Not a Robot Book Club, huh? We'll do what the Batman and the Hill, right? I mean,
0: that it sounds like a plan. All right, ch- check it out,
1: everybody in the audience. Check us, check it out. Write us your write us a review, and uh, we'll we'll do a quick we'll do a quick take on it before we get in the next week's episodes.
0: That sounds like a plan. All right, now finally, our last piece of show mail comes from Blue Mondays, and that is our latest patron, um, just joined today. As a matter of fact getting access to all of our extra shows like the comic book movie show that we just released recently um this past monday me and reed and uh our new guest sam and uh uh blue mondays writes i love strange adventures (laughs) okay if i am honest i have enjoyed everything tom king writes but it was strange adventures that got me hooked I haven't sought out a comic book like this since I was 14 reading heavy metal from my dad's collection. Thanks for bringing me back as a reader. And this has nothing to do with my writer's crush on Time King, Winky Face.
1: <laughs> nice. I, I, I got you. We got you. We got you. I see what you're doing. I appreciate it. You're respected yeah, we as a, here. Just read alone. <laughs>
0: Yeah, okay, I, yeah, you know, I mean, uh, we're going to talk I about hated.
1: Strange Adventures in a little bit here. I'm very excited.
0: I yeah, we're going to have to talk about that because I I was not a fan of Miracle Man was great. I mean, it was it, okay. It was okay. Miracle Man was okay. Tom awesome. King's I Batman, know. I had huge problems with throughout. Uh, the Omega Man, though the, the <laughs> I think I was just prejudiced, but because the plot device was killing Kyle Rayner. Uh, but um, strange adventures. It took such a long time for it to win me over, but it is winning me over, and I'm worried that Rorschach just might do that too. <laughs> so I oh, guess we're to gonna hate. have to see.
1: Rorschach's already got his yeah, weird cheap shifty fingers in your in, in your head. Those bean-eating fingers have got all over you. We <laughs> <Got to laughs> Oh, yes. I
2: enjoyed the first three um story arcs. With, um, I am Gotham. I am Bane. I am Suicide. Um, after that, that went downhill really fast. I hate with a passion his um issues forty seven through forty nine. The Gift. There's a bunch of if you like it, cool. Tell me why you like that story arc. Because in my opinion, that's a bunch of bullshit. What? It was horrible. Like, that, I tell him he disrespected Booster Gold, who not that long ago was run greatly by Dan Jurgens the whole time travel. But was Booster Gold like, well, he just came f- up big time. I, I do enjoyed his um, <laughs> pa- Robin War.
0: Reed's mic is muted right now, <laughs> but he's laughing so hard his face is red. Uh,
3: <laughs>
2: Slay <slated> him. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, his mirror is, it's overrated.
0: It, I uh, think, like, I mean, I'm with you, to... too. Not just because he did send Booster Gold. There was just a lot of story themes that I didn't agree with. There's a lot of missed opportunities. There was a lot of strings that never got tied up. And then things that just, like, abruptly got left behind in the story. Mm-hmm. Was, to me, it was a get, mess. The Get ready, get ready for but, some strings. But, but... The 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 other things that I'm reading they they're they're not like that so I'm I'm mm-hmm. as as much as I like complaining about people I have to give them a shot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, you you were saying speaking of strings
1: I right, we're we're starting another Tom uh, King book in the uh, in the, in the books of review today so I'm interested to to see what y'all think I I did that review on that one so uh, we'll see
0: all right I Well, okay. since speaking of batman we're gonna start this one off with batman 104 priced at 399 written by james Tynan the fourth with art by ryan benjamin and danny minky and bengal gillam bengal and gillam march um they teamed up they split up on the 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 sides and they they actually gave us their the team's broken down they did that in two books this week I noticed. That was kind of cool. Thank you guys for doing that. Um, Colors were done by David Baron with letters by Clayton Cowles and the cover by Jorge Jimenez and Tomu Mori. Batman 104 brings us back to ghost stories in part three of the arc. We pick the issue up starting out in a grimy looking hospital. Almost Dr. Giggles-ish was the feeling it got. Um, We soon find out that is actually Arkham Asylum. Ghostmaker has grabbed up Batman, Harley Quinn, and Clown Hunter and given them all anesthesia, though he went light on Batman so that he would be able to talk before the others woke up. He needs to conversate. Yeah. Uh, his, his, it's, his old
2: bud. Yeah. It's, old it's, they're,
0: bud. they're old buddies, right? It's more of Ghostmaker delivering a monologue, though. So, um, as he gives a speech about how he's doing all of this for Bruce's benefit. And that if Batman really looked at the numbers, he'd see that Ghostmaker's way was right. And I feel like it it almost does feel like two brothers arguing. Um, So after the reveal that he's brought the three of them to Arkham, we leave that scene until the end of the book. Uh, the majority of the rest of the book is a flashback. A book ended by a conversation between Nightwing and Barbara. Apparently, Dick knows who Ghostmaker is, though he's only seen him the one time. They were attempting to follow an unnamed criminal to Singapore and take him down there. But Ghostmaker was on the tarmac when they arrived. And uh, Batman gets out. Him and Ghostmaker argue. And then he gets back in looking all mad as hell. Punches the dash. Uh, uh, it,
1: did it? Did it or did it not look like they just had like a breakup scene? It, it, it looks like it looked yeah, like a his giant lovers' spat. Street.
0: It really, <laughs> really did. Yes. Um, so uh, Batman gets back in. He punches the dash. Uh, Robin makes a joke about how Alfred's gonna make him fix that, mm-hmm. and uh, then it comes out that the the big problem uh, the, is Batman misses his friend. It. Relates to us that though he was incredibly arrogant, Bruce connected with Ghostmaker deeply because they had a similar mission. That was until he told Ghostmaker about his motivations, what was driving him to do it, and Ghostmaker called him weak. Their friendship was over, and they've been fighting ever since. They made an agreement that Ghostmaker would stay out of Gotham and Batman would stay out of, well, literally anywhere that was occupied by ghostmaker that was the deal and so he could go wherever and batman was just like okay no sorry guys that's no fly zone <laughs> um yeah. while dick and barbara are talking she also has the bat girls out investigating in gotham they had an interesting exchange where uh yeah. hey Stephanie that's that, we're not making that a thing we're not making that a thing yeah no. she's yeah. like i don't think we've had that discussion yes uh, exactly back girls to Batgirl girl prime <laughs> I mean, just, uh, yeah let's let's not go with that one um <laughs> but uh, what, they're a the point though yeah yeah well i mean we do need to we do need to settle that up hopefully we'll have that soon but uh um, she's got the bat girls, Cass and Steph, out investigating in Gotham. They're at Harley's apartment from where the three were taken earlier. The plants spell out Arkham on the wall, so now they know where to look. Uh why the plants spell out Arkham on the wall. Um did anybody like did that make anybody stop and pause for a second here?
2: No, no she poison was talking to a plant plan earlier. Yeah. yeah.
0: Two poison. Was, Ivy. So, yeah. I'm sorry.
1: She was, she was talking to her plant in the earlier issue to, as like she was talking, quote-unquote, to Poison Ivy through her plant. So it just shows that Poison Ivy was actually listening.
0: That's right. She was talking... Okay, she was like... Yeah, she sent a, a message through her plant, mm-hmm. right? And I forgot yeah, about an that Ivy came
2: Back alive in that horrible book by Tom King, Heroes in Crisis. Um, <laughs> she's more powerful now.
0: Yeah. Oh, God, don't get me started on that one. Um... <laughs> I'm serious. Here yeah, and oh they, yeah. man, Heroes in Crisis yeah. was bad, man. He messed up Wally West so bad, killed Roy. Oh geez. Oh, poor Arsenal. Um, but anyway, so the plans are spelling out Arkham, they know where to look back at Arkham with the Batman fully conscious, but tied down. The others start to wake up. Harley is also tied down, she's strapped in real good. Uh her and clown hunter trade a couple of jabs back and forth and we find out that clown hunter is actually free unlike the other two and as he's waking up walking around he notices a couple of swords laying around and then the issue closes with clown hunter drawing a sword and getting ready to decapitate harley while batman basically just goes no um so the artist split between the team between two teams in this issue and the difference is like super staggering to me
1: that makes sense
0: Panels featuring Batman are drawn with detail and flair while the rest of the book holds more of an uh, Batman, the animated series, but less detail feel while I can't complain about the styles individually because I don't really have a problem with them individually. uh, Putting them side to side like that was more jarring than anything. And I think it kind of took away from the non Batman scenes for me. It just,
1: it made I don't me feel have, like I was crazy. I I looked at looking because it's the the difference is so stark. Um, that I looked at one page and then at another, and it took me aback. I mean, DC has been doing right. really well with this recently, having different teams work. Um, but when they do, they most often work in pretty drastic styles that are you know speaking about you know different events. So if, if it's from yeah. one character's perspective, it'll be in that style.
0: Like right. um, and past, and and that works. It's, it's very okay, helpful. So I mean, we've been having about tom king it works mm-hmm. it's, it's been working great in strained adventures um yep. the art it was done the same way in batman catwoman um there, there's great ways to implement it i just don't not think this. that not that yeah no, it's not too, it's it was, too uh, it drastic too, too drastic it,
1: it really comes into a weird artistic uncanny valley that i did not know existed before until you get to the last panel in this issue where it looks crazy and it kind of hurts your eyeballs. Yeah. Exactly. Not because it's it looks bad per se, but in, in contrast to the image of these characters that we've been building on for the past three pages, then you see them in a not a totally different style, which would be fine. A kind, almost kind of their style. It's a very, it's a visual dissonance that's kind of off-putting.
0: That's exactly Sorry. what it is, visual dissonance. It, it, it just it makes it it, it does it takes mm-hmm. you aback. It, the art styles individually are not bad, but you can't put those two kinds of art styles back to back in the same issue, reading the same story, even in flashback mode or 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 alternate place mode, different point of view mode. It just it it it's too much. Now granted so you don't want it to be too 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 similar either, but it's got it's gotta be different, but not 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 Pablo Picasso next to <laughs> uh Jorge Jimenez, you know. I mean it just or Riley Rosmo next to Jorge Jimenez. I mean you just you Ooh. can't you can't do that. That's not you can't do that. Um I don't know. Yeah, I don't so, know what
1: exactly it is that doesn't work here, but it certainly does not.
0: Yeah, no, the art isn't working for me, and the story is wrapping up. It feels like, but for me, it's starting to fizzle. I was all on board; this was super exciting, and it's just kind of gotten disappointed to me on um, the parts that I liked. I really did like uh, some of it. Just seemed a little weak, man. Um, I on on the site, I gave this a seven out of ten, but I'm have to drop this to a six point five.
1: Um, I could see it. Uh, I was really looking forward to this issue myself um, because the previous ones, especially the art and so when I saw this one, um, I was browsing through the books and I saw the cover and I was like, ah, here we go, we're in for another another like high, you know, high production visuals, uh, uh, feast like the last couple of issues Uh, and it was a little lack it was lackluster for a while and then we and the last half of the book it gets a little wonky um other than that the story actually I was kind of done on the ghostmaker but this one actually kind of brought me back around now that we find out for for me at least that his motivation is that he's in it for the the art of it he kind of says that's why his big disagreement batman's in it for yep. vengeance and he's in it
0: to just, just to... be the best yeah be which I
1: which justifies a lot of the stuff to me that has happened later on. So knowing that information kind of like softens the blow uh, a little bit for me. Uh, because uh, I was I was excited about Ghostmaker, then very disappointed, and now I'm kind of back on board again and uh, looking forward to it. Um, the art was a big letdown. I think I'm right with your original score, uh, just because um, I was liking where this you know version of like. Harley's inclusion in this and uh, um it, it was ex- is kind of exciting to me. So this one's a seven out of ten.
2: I think I'm gonna go a little bit higher than you. I'm going go seven point five out of ten. Um, the all definitely threw me off. Um, when we see the all about with the whole Batgirls and Batgirl Prime, it seemed more of a um, like I did a um digital only kind of
0: artwork where like it uh, yeah i didn't I see it yeah it'd be a digital first book yes this would be okay um it it you know what it's almost like a uh non-violent version kind of sort of mm. um of uh the uh what is that the hopes at world end y- yeah such a good one. where yeah. it has that more relaxed casual right. animation
2: style although like even like when you see the like not that style, the uh, um the Gray style. It looks pretty bad. I mean, it's not as good as it was before. Unfortunately, <laughs> I feel like the overall has been gone a little bit downhill. Um, I do like how we did a whole backstory. That definitely ma- makes me liking the character a little bit more. Um, I do. Has it been said that actually Batman has always beat him? Is that what we got last issue?
0: Yeah, that's what we found out last issue, that ever since they were 20, Batman has always mm-hmm. won, which I feel took away from the story a bit, it especially did. if the whole agreement is that wherever Ghostmaker goes, Batman just has to stay away from. That doesn't seem like the kind of agreement you would make with somebody if
1: if you were continually <laughs> whooping his a- Exactly.
0: I mean, no, like, it's, dude, it I seemed, mean,
1: it seemed like Batman left that encounter kowtowed, but he was, he Very was much beaten so. back. Because he went there with a purpose, and then just was like, Ooh, "Okay, sorry." So I mean, I'm hoping, like he...
2: yeah, that either this is true, i mean, then I'm hoping that next issue, we get actually Ghostmaker just like, um, destroying Batman, at least just to show that he has improved a lot. Um, well, I mean, playing... he he
0: did take down all three of them—Clownmaker, Harley, and Batman—but he got it with a a dart.
2: She didn't take
0: a cheap shot, yeah. He like a cheap no, shot. No, yeah, it was a cheap shot for sure. Um I think it I think it took it I think it took away from it because if 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 Batman was more um if if Batman was kicking his butt the whole time then then there's no motivation for the rest of it there's nothing that drives the rest of it but if we've got it going the other way or if or if the comic was written in a way to where this was like seriously emotionally investing of batman or like like it caused this dude emotional trauma uh, you know, like if, if we got pulled into to that kind of thing going on in the book, but not even that's happening. I mean, nothing's pulling me in to, to make me feel any kind of an emotional connection between Batman and Ghostmaker. And I feel like they're attempting to do it. They're just not doing it right. I think the best part about this book is not the main character, but actually two of the
2: side characters, Holly Quinn and, um, and Bay Bo? Bao. Bao is, is bow. a Bao is, like, just the relationship that they have and that they'll soon be having is always oh, funny. Just, like, those are the comic relief characters who still want to hate each other, but yet we have the ho- holly. So I'm excited to see where that goes, but unfortunately that cliffhanger is a bit predictable how you're going to know, like, next issue is going to start. Yeah. Um But I do enjoy the Saw movies, but seeing that cliffhanger and how it came right. remind me a little bit of Saw.
0: Yeah, mm. I mean, it was, it seemed like a cheap thrill kind of cliffhanger because I mean, we know yeah, that they're you... not going to kill. Harley. Oh, no. Yeah. I just had a thought pop into my head. What if Harley doesn't just take on live shot, but what if she takes on a bunch of young kids? Oh, that'd be um, pretty cool. Like, uh, like, like she, a, takes yeah, she takes on live shot. She takes on. Yeah. Exactly. I like that. Like, Like maybe not Um, a teen Suicide Squad, but like a teenage version of The Outsiders, maybe, you know? No, I'm going Suicide (laughs) (laughs) Squad. This section has been redacted due to content.
1: Well, my eye was drawn to it. It's just a nice... (laughs) Robin's Robin. (laughs) I mean, you know... His shirt was pointing right to it. it. It was set right up. Strange Adventures, <laughs> number seven. I've had some Strange Adventures this week, <laughs> as you obviously
0: could tell. Oh, obviously. man. Did, uh, Anthony, did we get a final rating on, ba- uh, on Batman I for you? Five out of 10. Seven, five out of 10. All right. Yeah, Read. Let's go on over to Strange Adventures, priced at four ninety nine, <laughs> written by Tom King with art by Mitch Garrods and Evan Shaner, letters by Clayton Cowles, and the cover by Evan Shaner.
1: Yes. Uh so we begin with uh a scene of Adam Strange jetpacking around through the clouds. Now I'm guessing by the artwork that we are on Earth in present time. Uh and he sees a uh piked piked, are we calling them piked?
0: I've been pronouncing it picked. Yeah, but... I was
1: I was in betu- I was in between because if it was picked or piked. Um I was thinking piked because of the you know the uh, uh the folklore the Celtic folklore of the the the, the pikes. So and like like little little guy. I don't know. Anyhow. So Picked okay. we're doing Picked? Picked. Is it all spelled right. the same? Uh, no, no. Okay, That's what I was thinking. Right. But they were invading force, which I thought maybe is somehow related. Um any anyhow, he finds a scout and they have a very cool cowboy style showdown in the sky where um uh, the final shot is very cool, but the gist of it seems kind of like Adam Strange can now talk to the the pick, which earlier they they could not when they were on Ron, they could not understand, but he can now understand, and shoots this guy who doesn't draw his weapon at all. Um,
0: no, and, and this he, this makes me question off. whether or not he's always been able to understand pick,
1: or. Maybe it was a result of the captivity that we see in this issue. Maybe part of the process uh, that happens because in previous issues, uh, Alana was speaking to um, Mr. Terrific and told him that when he came back, he came back changed. And this is. Um, yeah,
0: he did. Or she did, didn't she?
1: The story uh, of that changing. So now we're seeing the events of that. And. Um, so we see this as uh, a series of tests or experiments. And speaking of earlier uh, of our uh, patron who wrote in um, about the heavy metal connection, I felt that distinctly because Strange is sent on these very trippy kind of experiences where he is, you know, in strange circumstances and strange places um and tell me
0: man i mean is this this psychedelic experience that he goes in and out of is it not just drawn absolutely amazing yes it is
1: it is such a joy to look at this whole book even the the stuff on earth i think looks amazing this stuff in the past these and especially now when we're doing these like extreme trippy visuals it looks great uh a quick note on the uh trippy visuals there is a moment where his co his companion in this uh torture scene uh, whether or not he's a co-prisoner or his tormentor is yet to be seen but he know- seems to know more than we do uh, but in a one particular trip uh, we see a psychedelic vision of him as a hand and in the background there is a message in uh, american sign language that spells out have a nice day which I, I thought was, was pretty fun
0: trying to figure out what oh, really? that was I couldn't I, I don't know enough ASL to been able to figure that out and I even downloaded apps to try and take pictures of it and stuff <laughs> man to, to cool. translate it but it wouldn't work but yeah that's yes. cool so it says have a nice day right on
1: have a nice day so he keeps going on these journeys and these psychic trips and each time i I it's hard to tell whether they're physical or just mental but it seems to be uh over time you watch his clothes his hair grows and his clothes degrade now whether it's because of these adventures or he's just spending an immense amount of time in this chair is hard to determine uh the th- his... it
0: seems to me at this point that mm-hmm. at least what the the way that I was getting it was like these are just some like in serious intensive psychedelic trips and he's he's you know he's going through these for quite a while now. I mean we we're told thirty four Earth days and mm-hmm. seventeen. His companion tells
1: him how many Earth days, and it's it's a, a fair number.
0: Keeps going, so I, to me it just it doesn't seem as though he's actually going on these places. I think these are just part of his psychedelic trip, and it's it's you know he's, it's physically wearing on him. He's probably wrestling around while he's going on it, and he's strapped to this chair and so he's probably just not having a very good time at all
1: well there is the one scene where he seems to teleport out and we see a cutaway of his nerves and brain um so i was wondering maybe that is a so that and that still is kind of um obtuse whether or not he's actually going or not or whether he believes he's going on these these journeys um but it's very cool uh to watch certainly oh yeah um uh, meanwhile, back on Earth, um, uh, we we see some of the present day of Batman taking down a vanguard of the, the pic, uh, only to have <laughs> strange relief that guy uh, of his head um, before he could perhaps say any more. Quite um, expeditiously,
0: by the way yes
1: and effectively Uh, batman is obviously upset and pissed even though that it is an invading force he says that's not what we uh that's not what we do and adam tells him that's not what you do you're a superhero i'm something else Mm um so eventually we return uh the the trip's are pretty, there's a heart-wrenching one where he goes back home for one second and then kind of comes back. Um, and I wonder um, if that was a, vi- you know, that must be a vision because um, he is eventually returned. I wonder if that's his memory of that or or what. Um, but before that happens, we see a uh, very uh, cool shot of the pict- uh, invading some planet with a, like a bunch of ships. Um, and we see strange finally having taken too much stands up and breaks the neck of that guy, um, while surrounded by the picks, uh, seemingly they've been there the whole time watching this whole situation occur. They don't it seem alarmed. Uh, this seems to be the pattern that they were actually, in my opinion, it seems like this is what they were hoping for.
0: Um, that the whole exercise was designed for this reaction. Exactly. They're trying to get him to break. Yes.
1: Now, in our current timeline, we also, speaking of things breaking, have a a, a moment. Uh, things come to a breaking point between Strange and his wife uh, after you know, terrific kind of confronting her about a lot of deeper truths. It seems that she needs some answers. And he comes clean and admits that he did, in fact, shoot that guy and that he thought it was a bad guy, but it was just a regular guy. Um, they have a moment and what is a really... I, I was very impressed with the kind of emotional resonance that takes place in that last couple of frames where you see her reacting to what he's saying. And whether or not she um, kind of embraces him out of reconciliation or as a as a kind of last fond memory is kind of yet to be seen. Um, This book, I I cannot speak highly enough of the visuals that are going on here. Um, The varied art styles that kind of tell you where you are in time and space uh, make it effortless to read this book and understand exactly what's going on. Uh, I think the pace is great, and I love the sci-fi feel of this whole series. Uh, So for me, this one got uh, an 8.75 out of 10.
2: Nice. This is actually my first issue into the um, the Max series, so definitely thrown in out of nowhere. But still, I still enjoyed it. The art was beautiful, or the it was when he was tripping balls, or in the past, or the present, whatever. It was great art, no matter where where it was. Um, the story as a whole, it gave me I mean, intrigued of like what's that, what's happening. Um, the only thing I do wish that it was. Um, because there's Tom Taylor who said treat every issue like it's someone's first issue, and this issue was my first issue, and so I do wish we had just a little bit of backstory on everything, everything that's happening right now, because I was a bit lost. But other than that, between the art, the dialogue, story 8.5 out of 10, because even though know, I was lost, um. Still, like, I had a lot of fun. I was still, like, enjoying um, everything with him and his wife, with him mm-hmm. and all of his, like, um, tripping baldness and all of his, like, yeah, right. <laughs> past stuff. Because all of stuff wasn't in the past, right? Everything that he was hallucinating.
1: Yeah, I think some of... Yeah, that was, that was the... I think that was the
2: immediate past. Yeah, like, I enjoyed like, that stuff. It got me intrigued that I, I'm actually about going back to the past six just from this one
0: issue keep what it's thinking not sure you're gonna do it but i'm thinking about it well um i would suggest I, it for sure. I, I am gonna have to say the same thing i'd i'd suggest it too because we're on issue number seven now and um it took about six of them for me to go okay i'm in um it was very ambiguous it felt like um I didn't. It, I guess it was just the open-endedness of everything that was going on in the first five issues that made me kind of iffy about if this was a book series that I wanted to get into. And over the course of the last two issues, I mean, it's just clenched that right up. Had I not been doing a review show, would I have continued with it? Probably not. But I'm glad that I did. Um, even though I'm saying that about a Tom King book, uh, I I i'm I'm into it man um i think it, six is it, a pretty clean entry point
1: if you're if you're looking to if if yeah. to get in six is a pretty nice and uh way to where place to start excuse me
0: yeah um if you want if you want to make sure you get all the gritty dirty details then of course go back to one and just just binge it but if if you if you wanna start out at six you could probably do that um I think that uh, you're probably right. It is missing a little bit of a recap page. Um, That's something we are almost accustomed to seeing in in comic books now. Um, But if you're into the book, you know, I mean, and you're reading every single one, then you don't need that. It just doesn't offer a new reader the opportunity to jump in and do so. Marvel. Um, They do that at um, Marvel. Yeah. So, I mean, I, 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 do, I do see the need for that there. I can't mark it down too much because um, I feel like it's an extra book so you're either reading it or not. Mm. If it was a mainline book that would definitely affect my opinion a whole lot more. That said, with the art and everything because um, th- this art is, is by far, I mean, it's the same art team throughout the entire series, but this art in this book is, it just wows me like the death even more so than the last issue, which was better than the rest of it. It's getting better and better um from all three people or five people that are contributing to it. And uh I'm gonna have to give this one. I'm gonna have to give this one a seven, five out of ten. Way Ooh. to go, Tom King. You're working your way up to an eight and <laughs> or higher because yeah. oh. this is it's it's killing it. It's killing. Just
1: quick, bef- before we move on, um, if anyone out there is a Saga fan, uh, I would highly suggest this run. This has like really heavy kind of Saga vibes in the Rand Planet stuff in the Battle and War. Mm-hmm. Um, it- it- so if you like that kind of stuff, or just sci-fi kind of uh, books in general.
0: In de- because, yeah, even though it's not heavily sci-fi in nature, it definitely feels like it is.
1: Feels like if, if I, I'm a huge sci fi nerd, my dad was a big, uh, was a nerd, so I had he had just piles of and boxes of old like 70s sci fi. This feels right like on. a very 70s sci fi story. The aesthetic mm-hmm. and the kind of vibe, the story of a present day and alien world thing happening all at the same time. Uh, so yeah, this this one is this one's just direct for me. They made this just for me, for your boy.
0: Just 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 about a month ago, um, I showed Holly, uh, Buck Rogers. <laughs> she uh, she, oh, yeah. she was like, go. "What the hell is this?" But, uh, um, I mean, yeah, I, I love that stuff. Growing up, it was fun times. Um, you don't see movies like that. It's all movies like that are dead and buried anymore. Speaking of dead and buried, or at least maybe not quite buried. We are going to go ahead and move on over to DC's Dead Planet number six. Priced at three ninety nine. dollars Written by Tom Taylor with art by Trevor Harezang, Gigi Baldessini, and Rain Barreto. Letters by Seda Temafonte and David Finich and Steve Furchow took care of that cover for us. Anthony, you want to walk us through this one?
2: You got this.
0: All right.
2: Time for the penultimate issue of Deceased Dead Planet. It seems like we finally have a, a- an endpoint at this tunnel of a deceased world. Although I wish the art was a bit different in this world, the story keeps me interested. It does help that it has a writer that has an excellent skill of making the reader love the character and then kill them off to make the reader feel f- for what's happening. Every I single this, dang time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Though I will say this, I am also interested in seeing what Tom Taylor can do with Trigon. We saw an issue with balance Professor Ivo, and Penguin, and we see what their true intentions are, making an amazing army take out, to take on our Justice League. Now, hope we are getting another t- title in the works, and this is a setup to that book. Because honestly, this does seem like a lot to overload for the last issue, with both the Ivo and Penguin and the Trigon situation all coming together, because this is only six of seven.
0: Uh, yeah, this is this is the penultimate issue, right? There's one more after yeah. this. Yeah. So hopefully uh, I mean, well we'll get to the ending there, but I mean it looks like it's gonna end with a big old bang, that's for sure. Take yes, us to indeed. it.
2: Yeah, um hopefully I won't in that the last issue won't be a little bit sloppy for us as some parts. But now let's check in with our heroes. As good as good news finally occurs, the cure is doing well. Sort of. Um, but to make it a physical item is a bit tricky. Right? Thankfully, Batman, aka Damian Wayne, figures a way how to make it a, a reality by bringing nine brilliant minds together to make one. Now, I will say this. We see the page of all the minds and mm-hmm. who they are, why they have, why they're there. It was pretty cool. I see thought it, so, too. I thought it was kind of
0: neat seeing all the different, you know, I mean... It explains why it, it reminds a reader, in case they don't yeah. know, that poison ivy isn't just some plant chick. You know, mm-hmm. Harley Harley Quinn is; it, it, she's freaking genius smart. You know, mm-hmm. and Batman I is CSB a Batman, okay? and Batman because he's Batman.
1: And Batman because it's
3: Batman, yeah.
0: And so. Wallace West, he's the fastest mind on the planet. Technically, that's mm-hmm. true. He did go through and learn all that stuff. Anyway, I'm sorry I interrupted. Go ahead and finish this up. Did Wally die? Let's find out.
2: I know he was in one of the hey. issues, but when you, way mean, you before... mean prior
0: to this issue? Yeah. Oh, did... you you said Wally, right? Yes. Yeah, Wally's dead. Yeah, I believe so. Oh. Well,
2: the... Oh <laughs> yeah. I forgot all about it because I'm in the issue. I'm, I'm like, wait, where's Wally at? Oh,
1: man. Just as much the second time.
2: It does. Do you know when he died, Dad? Because I don't want to read it, but the second so when time he went... he's
0: died. Um, I want to say two issues ago. Because I
2: know that um, that Arrow, we see him. Being a great guy and be like saving somebody, and then he dies the next page. You're like, oh, what the f-? that's two times that they killed him,
0: but like, <laughs> no, I didn't
2: know that they killed also. Man, why was... man, I, I enjoyed him so anyway. Now, to the next step test trials. Miss Miracle takes Dinah and Sabrina to um, barter. Um, at first, Dinah wanted hey, let's test this on Green Arrow, but actually. Miss Miracle brings up a great point that if things go sideways, Barter might be able to sh- be able to try enough to actually um stop her stuff or like push through to actually get the cure. Granero he's only I like, people only love him because of Black and you know, I. Like, no offense though. His only fan crowd is because of her.
0: Wait a minute! That's not true. That's not true. I.
2: <laughs> that's ninety five. Hey,
0: wait, wait, no, man. I mean, I can't speak for everybody else out there, but I know for me, way. as far as I'm concerned, um, he was just the other side of the coin that was Batman. That's what made me like Green Arrow as a kid. He was a where Batman was dead serious and gritty and grimy and real world. Oliver Queen was gritty and grimy in real world but he wasn't dead serious he was cocky he was funny he was flippant um and it was that personality it was like the contrast between him and batman that made me start reading green arrow comics
2: if you had a coin one was not scratch one looked perfect the other side was a bit crash that had mustard on and we had the hot dog at the football game the
3: That'd good be a batman side is villain.
2: No, no, no. The good side will be Canary, while the bad side will be Green Arrow.
0: <laughs> that <laughs> looks like <laughs> it really feels. <laughs> I, I enjoy you. I
2: do enjoy him, but that's why when I want when Tom Taylor does do because he will eventually do a black a Green Arrow book is a gonna feature Black Canary as an equal oh. or more.
0: Well, I mean, you have you expect that with Green Arrow because I mean that's like saying. Hey, I wonder if anybody from the Bat family is going to show up in the Batman book. I mean, they're just you—you—you see them, Hawk, Hawk, yeah, Hawk Girl and Hawkman, or Booster Gold and Blue Beetle. It's just people who are paired together, you know. I mean, relationship or not.
2: Now you see, if Tom King is is writing the Batman book, most likely you won't see anybody in the Batman family in his book. Just saying, Reed. Just just
0: saying. Yeah, I mean, because he keeps it. If Tom King's writing, you won't see any family at all. If if Tom King is writing it, or Tom, if Hay- Tom King was writing the oh, Tom King, Batman yeah. book,
2: we won't be seeing a bad family in the book. No, my point would be his other eighty-five issues, where you rarely <laughs> saw. <that>. Gotcha. <laughs> I at least have facts to back me up. Anyway, oh. back, to <laughs> back to deceased. Yeah. Now, if right. you remember from last issue, oh. John Constantine. Makes some major moves, and this scene, he, we definitely see some other major moves being the way. Now, the art it does help. Um, who right, <laughs> had a quiet sneeze? Um, the art really does nice. not help this. Thank you. The art does not really help this book at all. My opinion. Um, when we first had the deceased book two years ago or so it was okay um got a little better throughout time but unfortunately i don't know this issue it just looks really really horrible it looks as if it was rushed or it just they didn't care some panels they do look good others not so much this
0: um, is kind of this this is pretty much the art style that with trevor hairzine that we've seen in dead planet for a while um, I feel as though the three different books, um, Hope at World End, Dead Planet and Deceased, they definitely had distinct art styles that were differentiating, you know, from from each other.
2: Well, like when you see the the panel of uh Zantana as she's yelling at the Phantom Stranger, like her face looks as if you didn't really, the artist didn't really care about drawing much like of the details, even the background characters. The people who are up close Make sure, they care a little bit, but again, even when um, John Constantine is down after he got attacked by Fam Stranger, again, his face like, is not that good. Even when we do see um, Etragon, but as Justin Blood, Constantine, and Fam Stranger, all the faces you see uh, just like a couple of lines where the mouth and the eyes are.
0: I don't care, Etragon's in the house. I don't care how he's done. My man. <laughs> oh. Sorry, exactly.
1: I have to say oh, it. I'm contractually obligated. It's, it's, it's in my contract. I mean, hey, you
2: know what? He is very underrated. He is. Which, the next thing, I was a bit surprised because actually Constantine does tell there's some blood, does come to um, tell John's Justin Con- John Constantine, everything that's happening, and like the ETA of when Trigon will come. I mean, um, try again when Trigon will come. And I was a bit surprised by the um, next move because John John Constantine ugh, can um, can't say that word tonight. John Constantine actually tells the heroes what's been happening, like straight out telling them and all. Because I thought John Constantine, like he might fudge of a few of the details or he might like just lie to make sure he can get what he wants. Like last issue how he did tell like he didn't fully really tell people the truth just so he can get what he wanted at the end. Oh that's kind of his
0: character, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It
2: is not it hmm its That's why I was surprised like, oh wow he's that he actually told our heroes that shit's hitting the fan and we got to get prepared fast. Now we do see this great team up that I want to see more of with Cyborg and and Flash. Because um, that's one team up that is, I think this is the first time that we've ever got them actually
0: working together and all. With Cyborg and, and Wallace Flash as far as yeah. I know. Kid Flash, um, yeah. in a in, in a major storyline, yeah, as far as I know. Because I think
2: that was like, great
0: because like back in New
2: 52 on Just League how Cyborg, he loved to play video games While and Wallace He's a teen, so like he might love to play Vegas too. Like that would be great to see more of our heroes actually like having these great team-ups with characters that we don't really see that much. But while those two are, you know, finding out how to stop Trigon, Speaking of the devil, he actually comes up and we see him actually walking on earth. And the last page that we get of John Constantine's plan coming together with the um, Ragman's with Ragman's cloak, with mm-hmm. the um, Spear of Destiny. What was it? Is that? Yeah, from he's last got, uh, last he's got yeah. Ragman's
0: cloaks, the Spear of Destiny, Xanadu's crystal ball, and and he uh, calls Winter and staff. he and Shazam staff. Yeah, because he actually actually takes um the helmet too. Yeah, he uses the Shaz- he uses Shazam's staff to call down lightning to separate um, the helmet from its host and uh, um, pulls it off. A now, quick quote. It- co- a quick quote here.
1: Uh, uh, a- after being able to 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 use the power of Shazam, oh, no, uh, Doctor Fate asks him. <laughs> I don't understand. You have to have a pure heart to harness the wizard's power. And Constantine replies, yeah, I have one. Just don't ask where I got it. The,
2: the, I was like... Right. Did, 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 who he kill, man? You just don't on ask where innocent? I got it.
0: Say, yeah. say that again, Reed?
1: Uh, no, I, w- I was doing a bad British accent. Uh, but he, yeah, he, he said <laughs> don't ask where he got it. Yeah, <laughs> You should. You don't want to know. You don't want to know. Yep.
2: Now, I um, think I got... This prime is from my favorite issues of this spin off book out of the six so far. Um, even with the not so great art, the story very me hooked on from the uh, bad guys, my good guys, and from uh, John Constantine, who at this point, he's on the waters of being anti hero, right? He's, he's like a legit anti hero, like um, Red Hood.
1: Yeah. For sure, yeah, that's
0: Constantine, yeah, yeah, notoriously. I think I There's... would I would say that yeah. I mean, to qualify as an antihero, you do good when you can. Sometimes, maybe, and when that kind of sounds exactly like Constantine. Now, my <laughs> only
2: worry is that the last issue will have too much for the book to handle because now that, um, Trigon now that he's walking, he's on Earth. While our bad guys, their plan is becoming, I think, with taking over and take down the Justice League with the Mesa Army. I'm just a little bit worried that it'd be too much, or things will be rushed. But I give this an issue an eight out of ten.
0: Anthony is demanding a forty-page conclusion. I'll, I'll take it, especially if it was written by Tom Taylor. I'll what do you think too. about this, Ray?
1: I'll t- I, you know what I? I mean. This this one's gonna be biased because you know it's got it's got my magic friends in it. I always love to see mm-hmm. that swamp thing mm-hmm. is there doing stuff. I like it. Um, I think the art. I think the art's fine. Um, I think it's pretty cool in some places. It's certainly different. Um, but overall, I I'm in I'm enjoying this storyline a lot more than I thought I was going to. Um, it might just be that because Justice League Dark's all up in it as well. Um, but I'm having a good time. I think the art's great. I, I'm right there with you. Um, I'm I'm coming in with a, with an 8 uh, out of 10 as well.
0: And that is where I'm at, too. 8 out of 10. Um, there This you was a Unanimous. F- fun book. Uh, yes. A lot of cool stuff happening here. And um, something that I'm going to bring up now, we don't just have John Constantine, world-famous mischief maker, in possession of Ragman's cloak, the Spear of is Destiny, the, sh- the, the staff of Shazam, xanadu's orb, and Doctor Fate's helmet, but he also, for some undisclosed reason, has Dead Man's soul trapped too. So, what exactly is he up to? What could he possibly? I'm like, I'm I'm sitting here asking myself these questions about a comic book. You know, I mean, oh, I feel like I'm fanboying, bon, fanboying like somebody watching Game of Thrones. Um, I I can't wait for the next episode to come out, man. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm I am slightly worried that it's not gonna feel like it's enough. But uh, uh, Tom Taylor is yet to disappoint yet me so far, so I'm I'm with that man. Eight out of ten. No, did he? Was that a pause plan? Because I thought
2: last issue, like. I, he had to do it because um forgot, Dead Man was like he was trying to stop him because maybe he was just in the wrong place at the wrong time. Uh, I, I believe he said he needs
0: him. Yeah, oh, I believe that it was, it was uh, he, he that I think capturing Dead Man's soul was the reason why he needed Ragman's cloak. That and probably the ability to fly. I
1: think Ragman's cloak is actually going to come, and the the fact that Deadman is inside of it is going to come in, into play in some way against uh, as a way to solve the Trigon pl- problem. I think Constantine is going to try to trap so. Trigon in the in the cloak with the help of Deadman, Deadman. to hold him there. That would be cool, as man. That's that's my guess. That, all that's right. Where I would go well,
0: with that. that is a lot of hopefulness, that is a lot of great expectations and one possible storyline we could see play out. When we come back after these messages, we're going to take a look at the rest of these comic books. And we're back, picking things straight up in a way with Tales from the Dark Multiverse Wonder Woman War of the Gods priced at five ninety nine, written by Vita Ayala with art by Ariel Olivetti and Trish Mulvihill, letters by Pat Brousseau, with the cover done by David Marquez and Alejandro Sanchez. In 1981, the original four-story arc celebrating Wonder Woman's 50th anniversary gave us a hero that ultimately triumphed over evil, even when that evil was all the gods and a whole lot of friends, too. That's not the case in this oversized, dark, diverse issue. In this twist- In this twisted retelling of a classic tale, the situation starts out the same. Wonder Woman at war with the gods of everywhere. Even Thanagar. The real big bad of the tale, though, is Hecate. Or Hecate, um, depending on how you pronounce it. Uh, We're going with Hecate here. Uh, Hecate, anyway. um, That's who Wonder Woman seals away in the deep folds of her mind. In this version... That only gives the witch goddess a quiet place to feed on all of Wonder Woman's negative energies and eventually take over. Hecate is aided by Phobos, the god of fear in her quest. As she grows inside of Wonder Woman, Phobos picks her apart from the outside. He kills everyone close to her, Steve included, and the negative feelings she gets, that is, she gets from that is enough to free Hecate to take over Wonder Woman's body. Hecate first Hecate's first order of business is to take out the old gods and absorb their power. The problem is is that their power comes from people's faith in them, so Hecate doesn't exactly get what she thinks she will because nobody is worshiping Zeus anymore um so Zeus points her in the direction of the people uh of the people who the world has faith in now, and that of course is superheroes. So she goes after the Justice League. Well, the Justice League shows up at her door, but uh, she takes him out pretty quickly. Even ripping out Superman's heart. Um, <laughs> that, that was one hell of a panel. Um, the magic heroes show up, however, our Justice League dark of sorts and contain her through yeah. self-sacrifice. But that's all. Uh, Wonder Woman does remain, if even in the slightest, still possessed by Hecate. She's chained up, But in the meantime, Phobos is ruling the world with fear. There's one thing that is different with this particular dark multiverse story than there is with the rest of them, and that's, even at the end of this one, hope persists. And that, I believe, is because Wonder Woman still does. I enjoyed the art throughout the entire issue, like most of the Dark Multiverse stories, it is so nice to look at. Even when it's not going to win any awards, man, it's it's good. Um, the story was different than what I expected going in, and a surprise is always nice. It was solid, and for a one-off story, it was enjoyable for what it was. It didn't feel too busy. It didn't feel rushed. It felt contained. It was just enough meat to it. Um, I'm going to give this one a 7 out of 10 as well. Last night, I had this book and two other
2: books to read. I opened this book and all, and man, this book made me go right to sleep. Saw this book <laughs> at 8 o'clock, 8 <laughs> or 3, out as it lamb. Woke up around like 9, I mean around like 2 or 3 in the morning. I was like, oh, damn, I was actually going to do stuff last night, like you know, write some reviews, read, watch TV, but nope. So... so I read Night, this book this morning. I
0: hope you get some Z's. <laughs>
2: or oh, this issue too will give you some Z's too. It was a, a bit boring. The um, art was very good. So I'm not going to give it that low of a score. But I think I give, give this a at most a 5.5 out of 10. Ooh. Ooh I five, didn't feel I wasn't 10. interested at all this issue. One bit. He Ten. said... You <laughs> uh, here's,
1: I, I mean, I can understand that it. This book is certainly a, a slow burn. I mean, it is coming in at what 54 pages, something along those lines. Um, a it's big very one. long, and I don't n- know exactly why. Um, it, it seems like there's there is a little bit like it is like kind of padded out a bit. That being said, I do, I don't love the art style but i i do like looking at the pictures i mean it it's it's good for what it, it it's good uh, i'm not it's not i'm not a fan but i it is in, in incredibly good well it's not to say i'm not a fan i'm not a fan of the style per se but in this instance it works very well i it i guess my thing is super uh, or wonder woman is is tough for me in a lot of situations because sometimes when you see her look up against like regular people, it l- makes her look kind of crazy and weird. And here we've got uh, with, with her outfit. And, yeah. Um. Well, with just like the regular kind of vibe, it it seems like it needs to be more in a, a um fantastical sense. Yeah. She's she, um the, the direction in, in that book, they've
0: been putting her with a lot of the magic teams and letting her be in those kind of yes. things. Like we've seen in Justice League Dark, she does. She seems more at home there. Than she does, even in a Justice League dark or in a Justice League book.
1: Yeah, I agree. she just works so well in that in that kind of community. Um, that I was a little bit disappointed that the it's a, a promised war of the gods and maybe we'll get other pantheons later, but we didn't get much mythological kind of god stuff that I was really looking forward to in a title called Battle of the Gods. They kind of do a fake-out, like a certain point of view, little fake-out, and now the superheroes are the gods, so then she just fights all of them. Um, but like I said, maybe we'll get some more later. It's kind of slow. It's a drag. If you like Wonder Woman, for sure, grab this one. Um, uh, the art elevates it, but uh, it's just kind of so-so. It's a 7 out of 10 for me.
0: All right, 7 out of 10. And and you gave it a 5-5, five, five, right, Anthony? Yep. All right. Gosh well um the 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 battle of the gods the war of the gods like all the rest of the tales from the dark multiverse they've taken popular storylines or classic storylines and twisted them in a way so this is something that we did see before um granted it's been like 30 years but um they they just took that and they kind of pushed all the details of that story aside so i kind of see where you're coming from with the whole, you know, this was called War of the Gods, we probably should have saw some gods of warring, you know? I mean, <laughs> um, so it does feel a little bit of a letdown there. And that was part of the reason why I gave it a, uh, a seven out of 10 because I did, I enjoyed the art. It was heavy on the inks, which is something I'm not a big, huge fan of, but I thought it worked. Um,
1: it's a couple of really dynamic scenes and pages.
0: Definitely, and uh, I guess that's about all we've got to talk about for Tales from the Dark Multiverse. So we could go ahead and move on over to um, something perhaps uh, a little less dark, even though it is tied to the Dark Multiverse. Metal Man number twelve, priced at three ninety nine, written by Dan DeDio, with art by Shane Davis and Jason Wright, with tw- with letters by Travis Lanham and Shan Davis and Jason Wright taking care of that cover for us, too. Anthony, can you lead us through Metal Men? Is it really tied to the dark multiverse? Well, loosely.
2: Metal? There's metal.
0: I mean, and there were dark multiverse metal men. (laughs) Uh, It it was in in the most loosely of ways it is tied to the dark multiverse, but it is there. Hey, you leave my segue alone, damn it! <laughs> I'm saying that's as tied to the death the Death Metal as Agents of Shield is tied to the MCU, slightly. Oh. Yeah, just by the loosest of connections, I'll give mm-hmm. you. So,
2: our uh, final issue. Now, I will admit before I before I read this one, I wasn't much of a Male fan. I think I read them once in a um. Braver Than Bold issue, and uh, a couple times in Just League like New 52, because so they didn't really, like, spark my interest. But, man, this run surely won me over. I cannot wait to see them next. Whether this issue is great or not, it um, does have some fantastic uh, moments, has some great art. So that's something to um, keep proud of. Now, I actually starts with, um, with Platoon Man. He's staying while uh. Goodbye Allo, which is all, all of our male men combined. They are down for the count, but Will yeah, Magnus has- join a- up like a Megazord. Mm-hmm. Which, that was pretty cool to see last issue. I will admit. hmm Now, Will Magnus, he has a plan be, but unfortunately, it's a weak spot mine, which is always animals as his old good buddy, was good pup, Rossi the puppy, he um goes out and he fights Plutum Man. Oh, and I think did not think the the bus bucket was as tall and as big as he is because the page after we get the whole um credits we do get a great like just a action scene other them foot fighting and he's almost as what well, looks like almost as you know tall lengthy length, wise as plutonium which yeah, I In see my head I
0: didn't that, think it was that big the plutonium man. And Rusty are decidedly way different in size. Alloy was huge; they had to become huge to be the same size as Plutonium Man. And then we get yeah. a picture of Rusty being near the same size as Plutonium. Yeah, Man. I, was, I was like, yet wait, when what? he's standing he next to little Magnus, he's you know this the size of a dog. So mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, there's some there's some art boo boos going on going on here. But um, unless Plutonium Man decided to just randomly shrink down. Which I don't know why, because you gave yourself a huge disadvantage if you did that. If you are a big
2: one, you're just like kick them, bam, done. Yeah, Mike yeah. that dog. The,
0: and on the opposite opposite side of that coin, um Rusty all of a sudden, um, he doesn't have a disadvantage. He's got a distinct advantage being that he's a carbon based robot and he can't he can't be affected by the plutonium man's uh evil ways. His his he can't he the plutonium man can't can't burn him or melt mm-hmm. him or do anything. I dig this part, other than the screwy art. The, the The screwy art kind of messed it up for me a little bit, but I liked seeing Rusty step up to the plate.
2: Oh yeah, same. Like I liked it. I just was like, it took me off to see that page. I'm like, oh wait, he's a same size. I could have sworn before they, when they draw him, he was not nice. okay.
0: Why not? No, and they Last they. They hammer the the point home, the the boo boo home on the following page, where you get Alloy laying in a crater, and Will and Will Magnus and the nth Metal Man are like tiny next to Alloy, so that shows you how big Alloy or how big yep. Plutonium Man yep. was. This does it's it's an art boo boo, not not too bad I guess, but definitely something they should have paid a little more attention to. T-
2: now, while the match between Rusty and Ram, um takes place, Will goes inside Alloy to get his powers out. Now, the reason behind this wasn't that clear and, and a bit confusing. So, I do wish they made it a little bit less confusing to like, like how like how he's how he went in there and how the whole thing's taking place. Um, because you know, what? I'm like, you know what? Last issue, I guess. I can be confused. I'm just gonna wing it and hopefully later I'll be be, be unconfused. But Will does find success in like seems making like them all become one. Wait, what? I said that seems like a solid course of action. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but Will does find success um and he makes them all like become the own. Like um like makes a five go no way. Makes a one going back into the five. Um,
0: yeah, six actually it separates them. Oh, no, it's five, right? There's Wait, then lead, why the mercury six... gold? There's lead, mercury, gold, iron, and plutonium, right? Am I missing one? But what? Because I'm, oh, the... are you counting the nth metal man? I'm, I'm, I'm counting all the um, the little tubes. oh hey, well, Latina's well, out. That's plutonium, lead, gold. Mercury 10. Ah, yes. I forgot about 10. Yeah,
2: because I was was like, wait, I thought it was fine. Don't, everyone forgets about him. He's not, he's a wimp. They all have the personalities. That's tense. So, um, now, um, the overall run, I feel like that, uh, the, um, the of the deal, has actually made great um, character growth with Will as, as as a whole, and this issue, we do see that quite a bit, because in ha- how he gets him out, he does get a little bit sentimental, gets a little bit hot to heart with those um, containers who do have all of the uh, men in them. Um, which, hey, good for you. You got them out. Now, unfortunately, now let's get our way out, which, um, I will it caught me a bit off guard, but later in a good thing. I think I think,
0: I, I think it caught everybody off guard.
2: It did. If anyone saw, saw this coming, good for you, but... You're a you lying piece of sack. Because this next part was a bit forced because Sideways, something that not many people actually know, he was stepping out. Now, if you know what that means, that, means, that was the name of the first volume because that was a somewhat good run.
1: I like how he gets a little introduction when he shows up. He says, the name is Sideways. Maybe you heard of me. Spent some time in Gotham as one of those New Age heroes. <laughs> no, I, will, right? I love how
2: the, uh, like, okay, okay. Being a little bit meta. Because, mm-hmm. right, you know, that was exactly. the they were called. New Age of it, Heroes. Okay, cool. And I will admit that page of just Sideways as he is, um, as, um, as he, like, rests in, is just gorgeous. His suit, that his riff looks great. I'm just a little curious, like, what has he been up to? Because he looks wrecked. His costume is a little bit ripped in the face, in the chest, in the arms. Looks as if he had a little bit of action for himself. So I'm hoping that we do see a future issue or a volume or a whole run of his little story.
0: Now, with this, I was kind of disappointed because we get an editor's box concerning all of that. All it says is, who that lady is and what happened. Well, that's a story best saved for a later date. And it's annotated, sidestepping Jess. Yeah, you couldn't get more sidestepping than that. <laughs> now but Hopefully, hopefully that means that we are indeed going to be getting some sideways action. Now, do you think this issue was done for Dan DiDito, um made his exit no um this has been going on for a while since he's made his exit it's it's a shoot it's been what over a year now no no i'm saying, but like this issue year, yeah. um do you think he got this issue done before he made his uh, 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 exit if he did i'd be very surprised if i feel it feels like um like he would have started writing this while he was still there yeah it hasn't been a full year yet but started writing this when he was still there and just finished the book he got the he was able to finish the book but i don't think that he finished it all before he left no not at all it is it it does it does feel like his goodbye we even get him tossing the keys to somebody else at the end you know that's very meta um and putting himself into the comic book that's something he's done in this issue as well yeah I,
2: I just want to not be shocked if he did get this all done right before and then like this is him foreshadowing that he's going to do another Cyrus book like oh never mind JK you're done with the run because it's just it's strange like how sideways does show up yeah. like again it's forced yeah. but I love it because
0: those side sideways just a bit odd I'm all That's right.
1: all, yeah, all good yeah, haven't
0: seen anything future state-wise as far as Sidebase goes, but maybe mm-hmm. after future state we'll see him come back. Um, now,
2: as we the book comes to a, a bit of a close, how we do see he gets our heroes out. Unfortunately, he does have to um, the dog does stay behind make a sacrifice. So, once again, we cut off a dog. Sad. Or rusty. Hmm. He only had nine years to live. Now, our team <laughs> does disband by the end, but Tina and Will, they do stay together, and I do actually like them as, like, it seems as if they're a legit couple. Um, So, it is weird, but at the same time, they make a cute couple. Now, this issue feels like it... It feels like the issue didn't do the overall ju- um, justice, because as much as I do love your overall run, this issue wasn't it wasn't that great, um it was a bit of a, a letdown a little bit especially how they defeated the the bad guy, e, like e, even though I love seeing sideways though it was amazing, it was just a bit forced and out of nowhere that's my biggest issue, that and they didn't quite defeat the bad guy a little bit, it felt as if, like the end of the deal just was what, issue with nothing like. How to get to point A
0: to point B? Yeah, I'm I'm with you on the air, Um, to a point anyway. It it did feel a little casual. It did feel like everything just happened really conveniently. But it was me... it was him. It was him wrapping it all up and and you know just having fun with the storyline. I don't think it was ever supposed to be anything. We were supposed to take too seriously. Mm-hmm. It just just a fun story. So I was a little let down by the by the conclusion because it was just a really super ve- convenient way to end things um but i had fun with it and you know yeah. i mean the the plot device that wrapped everything up was also you know while while it's one of my complaints it was also something that i enjoyed about the book. so um i mean not to sound repetitive here but um you know, the, the art's good. The story was okay. I'm going to have to give this. A, it, it was enjoyable, and I had fun with it. Um A 7 out of 10. Ooh, I think I, I'm going to give this 6.5 out
2: of 10. Um, It's probably the weakest of the run, but, again, it had great art. Uh, um, just a story, I wish I spent a little bit more on the story. Other than that, it was a really good. It was an okay issue at 6.5. Right, we, yeah, we to,
1: I think I'm gonna come in in the curmudgeon on this book. Um, I bum, bum, bum. did not like uh, much of anything here. Now that being said, wait, wait, what uh, about sideways. Well, okay, sideways' <laughs> ripped, ripped okay. uh, headpiece was okay, I guess. But the fact that he was not in like the last issues or like involved with these guys seemingly. He was a hero
2: of the day. He He,
1: saved
0: the team. He did. Which is fine. I'll give you that, but in no other way, we have anything that's tying sideways to the Metal Men other than a a loose editor's note that says, well, yeah, same creator. But we get a little editor's note that says we might get that talked about some other time.
1: Well, no. if you're trying to stir up buzz as to what would happen, I don't think this was a great way to do it. Um, no. I um, this is uh, kind of my, f- I don't know. S- um, I-, I like I said, I- I'm coming in this one. This is the first time I've ever looked at one of these, um, so I'm seeing it in uh, 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 the last issue, and but just li- like we said earlier, like every issue should kind of be. There should be something for me to latch onto, and this one didn't grab me in any particular way. The art didn't really have it. I kind of that might just be a personal preference, though, because like the way the metal men look, kind of hit like a weird, uncanny valley for me. That that kind of like the pointy nose boys just really give me a uh, ooh, the, ooh. They just really cut. it's like nails on a chalkboard. I don't know. I don't know what it's about <laughs> about their pointy noses, but I, I I have a hard time looking at them. Um. So yeah, this being
2: noses
1: yeah yeah they they need to they should they should they need to reboot those noses this one's a five point five adam for me all right now if uh, your well,
2: kid he... has a point nose are you gonna make fun of uh, of him i
1: if he's if he was a a manifestation of uh alchemical metal then yeah
0: absolutely
1: i do, what, i yeah, i'd put him I'm back in the distillery we need to i'd shave it off no problem. I got Man, a power grinder. We'll this just
0: you are yes. metal son. Absolutely no mm-hmm. idea what's really going on in that situation. <laughs> all you know it's like all of a sudden we, we don't. I, I, well, Reed, Reed pops out a, a kid with a pointy nose made out of metal, and if like, he's a metal, if if later, I make a, if I
1: create and a physical manifestation of an alchemical metal, then yes, if he has a pointy nose, I'll shave it down.
0: Man. There you go you heard it here first yeah uh, I, yeah I'll,
1: yeah you you quote me on that one
0: <laughs> all right and speaking of uh quoting reed we're gonna let him take away batman catwoman number one the second tom king entry in our review this week um get a little peek at present past and future relationship with batman catwoman and everything get, that gets tied in with it Priced at $4.99, written by Tom King, with art by Clayman and Tomu Mori. The letters were done by Clayton Cowles, and the cover was done by Clayman. Reed, walk us through this second Tom King book.
1: Absolutely. Um, But just real quick before we go on, I do want to say the amount of uh, variant covers for this one is pretty outrageous.
0: There was a lot of them. Oh, my God. They were Mm -hmm. It was driving up the cost of books like ridiculous.
1: I can only imagine. Um, uh, but that being said, the original cover I thought was great. Um, now uh, I I I do think it's a great cover. Uh, I am not seeing it in as an ad in basically every DC book for like the past two months, though. Kind of dulled the effect for me. But it's right. finally here, so oh, now it'll great. just all be future state stuff. So that's fine. Um, That being (laughs) said, um, when I first got this one, on page one, kind of got me excited for the for the whole rest of the issue because we get a great shot of um, a wintertime Wayne Manor with the title in the top window there. So that's kind of the first thing uh, you notice when you're opening up this book. And the second thing is that we actually have another timeline book. There's three timelines going in this one, um, and they're all happening simultaneously as the book goes on. The first uh, tale is of the headline characters, our cat and bat respectively, uh, and their first kind of days of getting together. You know, we've got some smooching on a rooftop. We've uh, got a um, a a fun scene of her breaking into Wayne Manor. And Bruce says, uh, do you know how there should – what I can't remember exactly what he says, but he said, do you know how many uh, Alarm alarms should be are? going off right should now? Be, she said, yes, I know all of them, uh, which <laughs> was pretty great. Um, yeah, it was done good. And so that's the first storyline. Uh, the second we have is of Andrea Beaumont uh, has come to ask Bruce for help. Uh, and for search for her lost son. And uh, the third is of an aged Selina going to visit an old friend with some sad news. Now, the first storyline is uh, quite a visual feast. It's basically the the splash page storyline. Um, and we see um, huge pages of the the, the early days, and then we see some very steamy, very sexually charged scenes that kind of show why this issue is uh, on the black label. Um, Now, the second issue, the art doesn't slack in any of the three kind of storylines, but this one kind of delves more deeply into a side of Gotham's films that we rarely see their personal lives uh, and the expected traumas that that style of life uh, would produce. Uh, this storyline seems to be the driving force of what's to come in the next comic uh, breathing, bringing it brings together three of Bruce Wayne's greatest passions, Selena, Kyle, Andrew Beaumont, and your boy, the Joker. Um, the third storyline is really where it's got me excited for where this seems to be going. Uh, where we see an aged selena uh sharing the news with an old friend that uh bruce has passed away from illness as an old man um and then we get a uh, pretty amazing twist as she tells him well now that he's dead there's nothing to stop me from killing you and the old man takes off his wig and starts laughing maniacally um where the ad campaign stops, uh, this book's pictured up with the hype train keeping the things moving for this series. Uh, there's not a lot of plot movement here, but no. um, it if anything, this feels more like a preview issue kind of setting up what's to come than it is the start of what it is.
0: Definitely. Uh, but... I got that
1: same feeling it It is what it is though it's flashy, it's sexy, and I had a ton of fun with it um so I can't say I minded the lack of substance here because the style was just so nice um it was enough to get things rolling, and I'm looking forward to seeing what's next. This one's an eight point seven
2: five out of ten Ooh. the art it was great um not, mm-hmm. no doubt about that the art was amazing um but after reading this issue, I was like, what the f- did I just read? Was there any point to that at all? Um, <laughs> I cannot give this any more than a 7 out of 10. Um, or because, again, I just really has no idea the whole point behind it. I hope next issue, maybe you can tell me the whole point behind this. um. Because before I read this, I honestly thought it was like Batman and Catwoman working together, doing something great, defeating um, the massive phantasm or whatever. But just, like we do see the massive phantasm, but yet it's just odd how this issue was. It wasn't what I was expecting one bit. Um, And a Unfortunately, it started out with them working together, but by the end, I was
0: like, what? "It it does it gets a little confusing when you're trying to take." Uh, I mean, you get you get distinct art styles in books like Strange Adventures, where it flips back and forth that points you to what kind of timeline that you're taking care of or reading at that time. But when you got three, it does get a little confusing, and I I'll give you that. Um, for me, it. I, I went into this expecting it to be very off-putting. Um, you know, that's just because I'm discriminatory. But um, <laughs> when I opened it up and I got to see the, uh, the picture of what I'm assuming is Wayne Manor, and I see all these numbered windows, um, there's 11 in total and or 12 excuse me i see all these numbered windows on there and then the next page it looks like just opening up uh one of the numbered boxes and it says silent night on it just like it says silent night on the previous page and i'm starting to think it's more it's this is gonna like that page is gonna change with every issue that comes out and it's gonna be like an advent calendar kind of thing where you the like uh, the next issue of Bat and Cat is going to be lit up. It'll have a different title, but it'll be a different window, and you know, it'll like be a
1: stylized window, Joker face instead of a style yeah. uh, Phantom, uh, Phantasm face.
0: Exactly. Um, something that's going to be continually all these little artistic hints that are going to be dropped throughout. I really enjoyed. Um, I loved the way that they did the Andrea Boma and the uh, Bruce Wayne thing going on. scene Celine and Kyle and Joker. Um. Yeah. that was awesome i loved it uh seeing joker as an old man just i'm i'm i flip back and forth and i'm like who is this guy like i'm trying to figure it out without going forward and and doing it and looking for uh clues from i thought his it was sewer king. yeah exactly i thought it would have been sewer king It that would have made sense but when he ripped it off when he ripped it off and you know of course you you see him start laughing and whatnot you know who he is you can tell it's the joker great. um the way that it's drawn throughout man I enjoy I did enjoy it um any, whenever they draw a joker like a gangster I enjoy the hell out of that too oh yeah uh,
3: like so
0: it, the art was phenomenal and it feels like a really good setup issue but the problem with a really good setup issue is you just don't know where it's gonna go from there. Um, so I'm going to do it. I, I have to give it bonus points for um, the art that is phenomenal and the little artistic treats that we get throughout. Uh, so, um, I again, I sound very repetitive, but I'm going to give this one a 7 out of 10 too. Oh,
1: you guys are judged too harshly.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. Well, I don't mean to be cold, but <laughs> we're going to have to move on. We have, <laughs> we've got another book to take care of, and that is Justice League oh, Endless too. Winter Number 1. He's <laughs> a
3: Segway
1: master, folks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Priced at $4.99, written by Andy Landing and Ron Mars, with art by Howard Porter and Hi-Fi. And for the flashbacks, we get Marco Santucci and Arif Prianto. Letters were done by Andworld Design, and by the flashbacks, they were ALW's Troy Patiri. Uh, the cover was done by Mikkel Jan. In a crossover event, taking over the company for the entire month of December, or at least that's how it's advertised, if you check the solicits, but it's not what's really happening. Our heroes finally begin their long-awaited, endless winter. Through hinted at in the conclusions of a couple books recently, uh, most memorably the Justice League Dark um, that painted who I thought was the Frost King, but uh I mean, apparently not. Maybe, or or, but... or definitely a different art- artistic interpretation of him.
1: <laughs> Why, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <was> a <laughs>
0: to just to a
2: least. little bit.
0: So this is the beginning of a story that promises some things that we've seen before, like alternate timelines, but also some things that we're that we're new to, like uh Superman being negligent on a batman like scale <laughs> and then there's this new big bad too and um is that a 10th century justice leak so in uh, this perhaps <laughs> the very first issue the scene starts out at the former site of superman's fortress of solitude in the arctic circle sebastian stagg has stolen a mobile research center called the snow crawler and he's after artifacts left behind that are kryptonian in nature it seems as though the crystals from the Fortress of Solitude have bled into the crystalline structure of the ice that once surrounded it. He orders his team to extract as much ice as possible, even though there's this huge storm that's headed their way, despite multiple requests from the research team to retreat. The storm gets worse, and the team is requesting Mayday on all channels. Something is breaching the hull of the snow crawler. Um, they're freaking out a little bit and it turns out to be a lot of giant beasts and they do not look happy at all the Flash is the first one to show up and he runs them all the way from Greenland where they were to Ellesmere Island in Canada so that's not a short jaunt Um, the rest of the team is shortly behind and go all in on the Isomoles uh, smashing them to pieces
1: <laughs> Isomoles thank <laughs> like, that's a good one we'll be using that for a, for a month at least so okay, uh, very- for uh, the isomals
0: that's it man so best batman sets off an explosion that has quite the chain reaction superman has to secure the three million pound mobile research lab and stop it from falling into the crater now i can't in here i can't clearly tell if the crater was cro- was caused by batman's explosion or not um or if it was the one that was already there. Um, if it was caused by Batman, I suppose that wouldn't really be a surprise. But in any case, um, any, uh, an explosion comes from the green smoking crater itself. And it looks as though Superman has multiple pieces of ice, like huge ones, stuck in him. Uh, he doesn't react to them. It's just the way that it's drawn. So maybe that's just poor art choices.
1: Batman gets them earlier too when he blows up that thing. He just—it looks like they're piercing him, but then the rest of them have them. They're like ice, just like icicles, I guess, from the explosion. I I mean, I
0: I, I guess. But
1: it it looks like they grow them, not that they're like like attached to them. So I think you're right. It might just be like an art thing.
0: Yeah. So in any case, we soon see a giant arm coming out of the crater, fingers pulling it out of the snow. Announcing himself as the Frost King and that he is finally free. He pulls himself up onto land. He's a giant, all right. He looks as though a giant was mixed with Lobo and a Viking-themed Sub-Zero from Mortal Kombat. The Justice League is there, um, questioning who he is, but knowing it's not good. The Frost King confuses our heroes for someone called the Dokulfar. Now, I don't know if you guys are familiar with them or not. Nope. But... um. If you've ever played any online games, I'm sure you've had regular elves and dark elves, and the Dulklafar are the dark elves. Um, They're set in Norse mythology, and that's who they are. They're usually known as tricksters and such. So the Frost King sets loose more beasts, and the Justice League fights through them, till they get to the Frost King himself, who sets off another explosion and disappears. On the next page, we're shown that an ice age is setting all over the whole world. Um, a bunch of cities in America, and then Kandak. Uh, so that's that's showing us it's the whole world. Um, yep, there you go. <laughs> yep, the major ones. Uh, so after that, after that quick scene, we are shoved all the way back to Egypt in the 10th century, where we see where we get to see Swamp Thing, Hippolyta. And another character that many people may not be familiar with, Viking Prince. He's not a new guy, guys. Uh, oh, he was first I was... introduced in 1955.
1: <laughs> I was going to ask wow. if he was if that was a placeholder name.
0: Nope. Was just <laughs> it
1: to be seems determined, like Viking it... Prince.
0: Uh, he first showed up way back in 55 in Brave and the Bold number one. Uh, basically his deal is that he is impervious to ancient weapons and he is a highly trained fighter. So we see this trio, this um, this group of people with the wizard Shazam, asking him to release Teth Adam. He basically says, look, I'll have to sacrifice myself, but if you're telling me it needs to be done, I guess I can feel the frost coming. Okay, why not? I'm going to kill myself and let Black Adam go. Seems
1: pretty cool um, about it.
0: So, yeah, totally chill about it. So Shazam accepts, and Black Adam (laughs) appears. There's talk of a frost coming, and they need his help to save the world. The art in the flashback parts, guys, um, though it's just a few pages, is beautiful. I think that Mm -hmm. stuff is gorgeous. The art in the main. story is all howard border um it's good but the faces are always flat they're misshapen eye holes don't look right that throws it off for me i know he's like world famous and everybody loves him but look if you enjoyed the howard border style it's good and consistent throughout that's what i will say uh (laughs) the story is is it's good overall but there was this whole unnecessary middle part with the justice league fighting some c list villains that just felt like filler pages i mean the whole justice the whole justice league showed up for a a a four person team that included icicle junior if that doesn't talk about overkill they're coming
1: back they're coming back for sure yes it's an it's an ice based it's an ice based thing you boys about to be like living the dream plus they get away at the very end
0: they do they get away they're coming Um, back for sure so, yeah, they're probably coming back. They're just not my favorite characters to begin with. Multi- Multiplex is cool, but he's never used right. Icicle Jr. usually ends up being this whiny dude. It's, it, it We'll see how it goes, I guess. Uh, the voices for all of the characters in this book felt right. Every single person felt just like you know their voices were correct barry allen was talking like barry allen you know everybody everybody's voices were right the dialogue though was like some of the i won't say cheesy but definitely most generic stuff that they could have possibly said at any given time there wasn't a lot of creative flair it just felt bland and boring um individually so for that um on the side i gave this one a seven out of ten but uh I'm gonna, I'm gonna drop that down to a 6.5. I was, Ooh. I know, I really hope that more comes out of this, but I just, I didn't, it, it just wasn't for me. I'm not a big, huge Howard Porter fan, and um, the dialogue was very bland. It, I hope it gets better because this is a big event. What did you um, guys think?
1: Yeah, I, you know, I, I kind of agree with you. The... It, the 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 sti- the style of the main part is kind of off putting there's there's some panels and pages where it's very cool and i and i really dig it and there's other times when like when the justice league first shows up uh to fight those those b-list guys where wonder woman's face looks like uh like a two ripe tomato it's just Whew. like there in like there like i said it's it's just I think you nailed it when you said it was just kind of inconsistent. There's some things that are cool, and there's like because there's a very, there's an amazing picture of Batman, um, and and yeah. there's like some cool robots, and then other panels are we- kind of weird and lumpy, um, especially
0: any th- especially Wonder Woman's faces and Flash's faces. I feel like yeah. those were those were the least concerned.
1: <laughs> yes, um, that. Overall, I'm kind of i I'm kind of excited for uh I'm really excited for well kind of excited for Endless Winter. I'm really excited for that tenth century storyline. I, I would I would love to see some more of that. I mean they're not yeah, gonna do, it, but I love like Conan kind of stuff. I love, you know, Swords and Sandals, Bronze Age kind of adventures. Um so I'm excited to get some more of that. Um, you
0: know, hold on for future state Because there's Commandee is supposed to be A big part of that
1: Okay Well well, We'll we'll see then uh, This one is just kind of A little underwhelming uh, The Frost King I, I don't mean to be a hater But he looks He, he looks like wow. Someone took I think Frost King to me Kind of looks like Someone Had their six year old Design a bad guy And then they like Drew it up
0: I feel like it was like Injustice part 3 where lobo got a sub zero skin
1: it's like a little bit of vestige of like death metal stuff creeping into like endless winter for some reason i mean i yeah. get it maybe he's supposed to be like a frost giant or something like that but uh, the, the look now, just kind of seems like i don't know
0: c- could be totally wrong here but Me. Uh, you know maybe maybe that guy that showed up at the end of justice league dark isn't you know wasn't supposed to be the frost king or whatever mm-hmm. he's a totally separate character but i feel like that would have been a much better design to go with I, yeah. If it's
1: a if it's a king, I don't need a bruiser or brawler. I want I want I want someone with. Hey, like, he fights for like, people. Re, someone regal <laughs> or some like a king. He's his, yeah. it's in the name. Is Frost okay? He's got the isomals. but king.
3: Eh,
0: eh. Yeah, he shouldn't um, have to be his own one man army. Well, I mean, he makes to... an
1: army, I guess, but at the same time, I don't know. It feels a little heavy handed at this point. Maybe there'll be Very more much. to it. I, I'm look. Uh, Maybe when Justice League Dark... I'm looking forward to that run to see what happens there. Because that guy, I was interested in. He looked sleek. He looked cool. Um, he but this one is just so-so. It's it's for sure a comic
2: book. It's uh, 6.5 out of 10. Dang, I think it would be high. Something with 8.5 out of 10. The art was amazing. Dialogue was overall amazing as well. Um, It has a vibe. It's really like how... Um, Metal had before how um the event start with the heroes fighting somebody and that's what same thing like here and then it's a fan fast later on to the issue it's a fan fast as we meet our uh, frosting and i do enjoy his look he does have a bit of a um norse mythology look to him so hey you know what uh, dc they don't really do
0: much with Norse with um Norse Norse mythology but with... Yeah, they, um, they've typically done their best to stay away from gods in general. Which yeah, is difficult it's like Greek, when you've yeah. got... Yeah. I mean, sense. now that we also have like... um,
2: What? Well, it's... Um, Hep- H- Hep- H- Hep- tower Black Adam, and Viking Prince. So definitely and gods. Swamp Thing. Yep, yep. You can't forget about Swamp Thing. But he did, because if you saw through his like... hallucinating, Swamp Thing isn't part of it. Makes you wonder, why is he not? Because when we do see the... um, He's a hater. (laughs) It just is so weird how when we do see those three, you know, see Swamp Thing, makes you wonder what's the whole reason behind it? What's the reason of the old Swamp Thing being there as well? Um, I am interested in where this takes us, especially how with all the other um, tie-ins or the other chapters... Now I heard because in Marvel they did a recent X of Swords event where they didn't have like main core issues, they didn't have Italians, it was just all part of the story. It was like chapter one, chapter two. I heard this is doing the same thing. Is that true?
0: Um sort of. It's going okay, so I I flipped through some solicitations through December. And basically it's gonna be the same creative team that's bouncing around from title to title. We're going to get Endless Winner in Batman. We're going to get Endless Winner in Flash. We're going to get Endless Winner in this title and that title. And then it's going to get wrapped up with Justice League Endless Winner number two. It's going to be the same creative team bouncing from title to title to title to title to title. But all be part of the
2: main the main um, core? None of it will be tie-ins per se?
0: As far as I know, the, yeah, it's just going to be... It's all supposed to be main okay. story running through different books, which I thought was a little silly, but... Um, there's still there's still a decent number of books to be coming out each week in December, so we won't have too little to talk about. That's for sure. Now I do like how like
2: throughout the issue you do get quite a bit of discontinuity of DC as a whole. For example when we go to Manhattan, you do see our current, um, well, yeah, our Teen Titans team go and watch DC. You see our current um, JLD team as well as uh, hints from our core members and going through like what's happening and with their life with how Aquaman and she used to be on his honeymoon. I feel like the main reason why Flash has been asking about, hey, how do you just balance your life with both being personal and business? I think that's going to be hints at him proposing to Iris in which we've got hints as well in the Flash run. So I do like how we all get all that, like, whole continuity as DC.
0: That's when you never see that and fleshed much. out. For sure. All right, guys. Well, I think that that is the end of the book. So now it is time to pick our top three books of the week and our favorite panel slash moment of the week. Anthony, I know you are itching to get this one out. So why don't you start us off? All right. You I go from three, two, one. I have, oh, uh, was it, Was it, what is it?
2: What is it? Um, Batman 104, followed by Deceased. Actually, no, I switched it. Um, Deceased Death Planet number three, Batman 104 at slot two, and then Book of the Week will be Just League Endless Winter. All right. What, what was your favorite panel slash moment this time around? Moment of the Week, hands down, which I'm going to make it be my tablet. Um, background layer tonight, hands down, <laughs> is the picture of the panel at Melman of Sideways Stepping Out. Sideways, it was just so beautifully drawn, it was amazing. I screamed like a <laughs> when I saw that. I was like,
0: yes! <laughs> For those of you sideways. guys that are not aware, man, Anthony is Ugh. the world's biggest sideways fan, and I mean <laughs> the world's biggest sideways fan. He wants it's, Sideways to turn into the next generation Spider-Man.
2: Like it's weird. Like his run was it the did it have flaws? Oh quite a bit. Was it perfect? Oh not one bit. But something about the character himself.
0: All right. So uh, I'm going to take away from where our that. focus just a tiny, tiny bit, but I got to ask you a question. Have you read Invincible?
2: Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm currently on volume 10.
0: <laughs> okay. So you've read quite a bit of it. <laughs> All <laughs> right. So, okay. So just, just the two heroes, not taking anything on else into consideration, but just the two yeah. heroes, which one is better invincible or sideways? Hot, it's so hot on because like
2: how because i always didn't get enough close, to shine where <laughs> invincible has a lot um let's see if i have to go with costume wise i think i'm drawn to um sideways costume i don't know why it just looks awesome with how it like is cool. how it is um and I do love his personality a little bit more. I think I'm going with sideways. As much as I do love Invisible, I think with his costume, I love his personality. I do prefer his um, powers. All right. I doubt. guess we're
0: just going to have to get DC to make us some more sideways comics. Yes, found out. <laughs> All right, Reed, what did you have for your top three?
2: Okay, I
1: think for number three... This is a tough one. I I I had a lot of fun with a couple of books this week. Um, I think number three, we're gonna go with um, deceased Dead Planet Six. I I really have enjoyed where that run is going, Um, Mm -hmm. but all the cool Justice League or uh, JL. Justice League Dark Stuff happened at the very end. So that, that will come to number three. Number two, I'm going with Batman, Catwoman. I, I just had a lot of fun with that. I really liked looking at it. Um, it was kind of like watching a, con- a version of what I think uh, like an HBO version of Batman would be like. Um, I mean, it was a little bit... It, it's kind of setting up kind of like some weird soap opera vibes, but... Mm-hmm. I'm for. Real, I'm actually into that. I'm. I'm looking it forward feels, to see where that goes. It feels
0: very serial. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'm um, into that too.
1: I, I'm. I'm interested in exploring that space. Uh, and number one for me is got to be Strange Adventures number seven. Um, this that series is really um, very extremely interesting. I I really like a lot of elements of it. I like the past stuff. I like the present stuff. Um, I'm i'm a big mr terrific guy so i'm i'm happy seeing him getting some book time uh th- he's not in this one but um i'm just excited about the series as a whole uh it's a pretty cool t- plot twist and that uh, that emotional scene right at the end uh, between strange and his wife i thought was just really great uh as far as my favorite panel uh or moment is when Constantine with Ragman's cloak and Shazam's staff is taking Dr. Fate's helmet off Uh, Ah. there's a a very cool panel there um, that is definitely my favorite of the week
0: All right. well my top three of the week I'm going to have to start things off with mine is I believe uh, pretty much drastically different from your guys's I um, I had some stinkers this week I just did not enjoy I had some that surprised me I have some that got me a little hopeful uh, I had a lot of number sevens, man. I had a lot of sevens, mm-hmm. that were just just okay. They were good, but just nothing that stood out to me. Nothing that made me hate a lot of stuff either. It was hard to choose. Um, I only had two that went above seven, so I had a lot to pick from for number three. Uh, I had to finally give it to um, Dark Multiverse: War of the Gods. Uh the 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 thing that finally nailed it for me was, I mean, you. She ripped Superman's heart out. You have to at least acknowledge that. That's <laughs> got to get a mention. I mean, she just was like, floom, like Indiana like, oh, Jones you... style, reaching into the chest, pull it out. All done. You're dead. Ha ha. I mean, you that's forgot badass. I was magic, son. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, no, no. So, I mean, I'm going to have to. That was pretty bad, man. That was awesome. So, I'm going to give that number three. Surprisingly enough, Tom King has made his way into my top three. Um, the story for the second time in a row has got me in and i'm i'm really into it uh i think this issue had the best art that i've seen in the entire run so far uh i can't i i'm i i'm not to the point where i can't say enough good things about it but i'm having trouble finding bad so that's definitely it now number one i had to give to deceased dead planet number six i had so much fun in this issue and i can't wait to see what happens in the next one uh the art every uh, literally everything in in the book except for the art was flat out amazing i thought the storyline i thought the dialogue was Mm -hmm. just the right amount i thought everybody was spot on the art wasn't amazing, but I didn't exactly have a problem with it either. It could have been better, but it maybe it was just the story was so good that it didn't bother me. I'm not sure. But regardless, I had to give it to Deceased Dead Planet number six. Loved it. No, my favorite moment came out of that book, too. Um, right after Reed's favorite moment. Um, okay. <laughs> uh you get that panel where he takes uh Nabu's helmet and um uh-huh. where he's where he says it, it, I, this some, is my the number panel, two the panel this that, that reed two, mentioned sure. yeah i have one don't ask where i got it and then you see him there with all of these magical artifacts and he says i'm not going to lie this is exactly as bad as it looks yeah and that that then you know th- there's there's some more Dialogue while he says goodbye to Zatanna and then ready, or not world. I'm coming to save you. I'm, I'm coming to f-ing save you. Um, scary. This That's was scary, this was <laughs> right, and it was just such perfect. Constantine. Um, we've been getting a lot of Constantine, we've been getting a lot of magic characters lately. I f- it feels like anyway, and um, even with Taylor writing Constantine and a couple of other titles, I've never. As of late, other than, say, Simon Spurrier, who's a different category, this is the most true Constantine that I've I've read in years and years and years, just in these mm-hmm. two two pages, man. It's awesome, and I absolutely love it. So that one is getting my favorite moment. Next week, in addition to our top three and our favorite moment slash panels, we're going to be adding on to one more thing. And that's going to be our stinker of the week. So make sure you check <laughs> that one out.
3: <laughs> all right, everybody.
0: Stinker. That is the show. As always, thank you for listening. And remember, you can feel free to reach out and contact us. We love talking about this stuff with people. Visit campsite.bio forward slash not a robot to find us on all of your favorite podcast platforms. And get us at patreon.com forward slash not a robot podcasts. For early and extra content that you can get as, as low a, as a dollar a month. NotArobotPodcast.com will take you everywhere you need to go.
1: Until next time, be good to each other.
0: And don't be a robot. Domo, got to mister robot. Told Domo. Domo.